You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Pleased to be joined now here on the SB Nation NFL show by the one, the only, the legendary, internationally famous. He once wrote down the goals that he went out and accomplished. The NFL's all-time leading rusher, three-time Super Bowl champion, MVP in every capacity of his life, Pro Football Hall of Famer, the one and only, the GOAT, Emmett Smith. Emmett, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, how's your week going? You've been eating well. You've been, if you're watching this interview on YouTube, you can see that Emmett is surrounded by uh, a nice, uh, a nice array is the way I'll put it. Yes, it has been a blessed, blessed week. Um, I have been eating well. Uh, I've had some fish and I've had me some uh, Caesar salad for the last couple of days. And, you know, uh, uh, you know what? I just had something bad. I had some chips. <laughs> Okay. And I had a Twix bar. <laughs> so if you want to count it, I had to have my dessert. So it's all good. Okay. Well, hey, I mean, you've uh, you've earned the right to have a little bit of a cheat moment every now and then. Um, I do want to start with who you're here with, because it's hard not to notice the incredible background behind you again for the people watching. Please tell us how you are taking the time to join us today. Yeah, yeah. I am here with Heather Dura. I've been working with Heather Dura for the last 10 and a half years. And so we started here in Dallas in Super Bowl um, uh, 45 uh, with the relationship and that relationship has grown to this day. And so today I'm here celebrating uh, this Super Bowl weekend with Heather Dura and my friends uh, over at Brown Foreman. And we're sipping on a little bit of Heather Dura tequila right now. This is ultra. And uh, I'm going to be doing it on, on Sunday at the house enjoying the Super Bowl festivities and uh, along with some ribs, some chicken and some uh, queso and everything else with my family. And and, uh, you know, I like to have my uh, ultra on ice. Um, uh, other folks like to have the horseshoe margarita, if you will. And um, we're just going to enjoy it and, and drink responsibly. Hey, I know that the, uh, the ingredients and the instructions for all of the awesome cocktails, you mentioned the horseshoe margarita, are available on Eradura's website. You can also follow them on social media at Eradura Tech, that's T-E-Q, for tequila. Emmett, I do want to ask you something that I've always wanted to ask. If you had to, right now, right this moment, somebody yanks you from this interview and go defend your Dancing with the Stars title, you have to pick a song right now. What's the song you're going to? Uh, probably go to... Um... Um, that's a very good question. I'll probably go to the one I won a championship with, with Stevie Wonder. Okay. Well, yeah. Hey, I mean, why, why go with anything other than what served you well before? Exactly. If it, if, if it isn't broken, don't try to fix it. That's right. Uh, I'm sure you'll be very busy all weekend long, drinking responsibly, enjoying the food. Maybe on Saturday, you'll sneak in some waste management viewing. Obviously, that's going on in parallel with the Super Bowl this weekend. I know you were yep. there last year, and yep. I've seen before you've played golf with President Obama, Tony Romo, among other people. If you had to put together your dream foursome, who would it be? 
Oh, man, that's a very good question, too. It probably would be Obama, Jordan, and Tiger Woods. It's hard to beat. Uh, you think you could, if, you, if you're going two-on-two two here, you know, some sort of scramble situation, you teaming up with Tiger, or are you going to go with Jordan or President Obama? Because you can go any direction. I think Jordan and I take on President Obama and, and, and Tiger. <laughs> right on. That's really cool. Um, so we did take some questions for you, Emmett, from Twitter. And Gridiron Born wants to know what running back in today's NFL most reminds you of you. I would say Mark Ingram. Mm. Um, Mark Ingram running style reminds me of mine. Um, he's very shifty, low center of gravity, running downhill. He's a Bama boy out of the SEC, and that's just the way we do it. So we, we're downhill runners. There's no doubt about it. I think that's a good answer myself. I thought of Ingram, thought Dalvin Cook to a small degree, um, similar styles, but Mark Ingram obviously I think is, is the best mold ultimately. Um, getting to the Cowboys, if it isn't obvious, that's, that's the team I cover for SB Nation. And obviously the Cowboys had a bit of a rough season, the injury to Dak Prescott. What do you see as obviously somebody who had a lot of success with the organization, the biggest difference from those days to now. I host a podcast with Tony Casillas on our network, and he right. talks all the time about how mentality is different. So I'm just curious how you view that. I would agree. I think the mentality is different. I think the world is different right now. Most guys are so focused on, on um, building their social media network up, uh, building their personas up, I'm not sure if performance really mattered to a lot of folks outside of folks want to celebrate a two-yard run or two-yard catch or a knockdown pass that hit a guy in the back of his back, but you didn't knock it down. I'm going to celebrate anyway, <laughs> you know, or overthrown pass, uh, but you're going to celebrate anyway. So I see a lot of unnecessary celebration and versus guys that are really focused on mastering their craft or changing the game or becoming a dominant force in the National Football League. I mean, you get that from Khalil Mack. You may get that from Aaron Donald. And the quarterback position, whether it's Aaron Rodgers or uh, Tom Brady or Russell Wilson or someone like that, I mean, you, you get those – they are committed. But I'm looking for that from defensive ends. I'm looking for the Michael Strahan kind of guy or the Lawrence Taylor kind of guy or the Ray Lewis kind of guy or a Barry Sanders type or a, a Marshall Falk type or Eric Dickerson. Or I'm looking for those kind of guys, guys that that's so passionate about the game, you know where they stand and you know that they're on a mission to do something very special. And that's every week. I'm not looking for the guy to tap out. I'm looking for the guy to keep going. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's really well said. And I think uh, the point about celebrations is one a lot of our readers and listeners certainly cling to. It's really frustrating. You know, Cowboys are down by 20 points, whatever. And, you know, celebrating something that, to your point, I mean, it's a first down that you think, you know, is is something you've done well, but isn't. And even then, you're losing by 20 points. You know, let's let's keep a bigger picture here. And my father told me this one day. I, I celebrated after a touchdown in Memphis, uh, Tennessee. And uh, he told me, this, he said, son, I don't want to see you do that ever again. He said, the great ones act like they've been there before. And at the time, I had, to, I had to think about it. And as I thought about it, the question I had to ask myself is, do I want to do this or do I want to work on becoming great? 
I chose a different path. I ran, I, he said, you're going to score many touchdowns. And he was absolutely right. Literally, I mean, he was right. I scored 164 of them. So when you go in that end zone, act like you've been there before. When you make a big play, act like you've been there before. It's okay to make a big sack and get up and celebrate because you made a big sack. But every time you make one, it's not the same every time you make one. You make one to win the game, celebrate. But yeah. if you make one and you're down by 25, there's nothing to celebrate. I agree. It's like, you know, when it's your birthday or something, it's like, well, what do you want, you know, for dinner tonight, Em? It's like, well, I want my favorite thing. And it's it's special because you only get it on your birthday when there's a special yeah. occasion. If you ate it every day, it wouldn't be a special thing. Um, yeah. Somebody that I think a lot of fans view as the representation of the ideas you're talking about is Stack Prescott. And obviously the conversation around him is about his contract. What is if you have to come to the most logical conclusion that you can for why he is not signed? What, what is that answer? Because that's the question every Cowboys fan has right now. The only answer I, I can give is the Cowboys are uncertain whether or not he's the future of the Cowboys. Outside of that, if he was the complete future of the Dallas Cowboys, they wouldn't make no bones about giving him a contract. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, Tony Romo, they was committed to Romo right off the rip. Right off the rip. And, and and he came in and replaced Drew Bree, I mean, Drew uh, Bledsoe. And, I mean, he's not the biggest guy. He's not the most flashiest guy. And he's not the fastest guy either. And so, um, and he had his challenges. But they were, there, was, there was a commitment to Tony Romo. There is not a commitment to Dak Prescott. And the Cowboys are leaving it open to everybody like us mm -hmm. to question to pick holes at it. And I don't know if that is because they want to stay relevant in the news and be newsworthy, but at some point, this nitpicking is going to filter its way right into, into the entire team. And it's going to hurt the entire organization in, in the end. I mentioned I, I do host that show with Tony Casillas. He's talked before about Charles Haley putting a hole in the wall with, during your holdout, obviously. And and that's, you know, you had your reasons and, and that's a whole different situation. But you're right. The the outward discussion, people like you and I sitting here and talking about it, when when you don't take care of the contract, you leave that door open for people to have that discussion. And so, exactly. you know, that that conversation is ultimately not a good thing. You're right. Maybe it is to be in the news or whatever the case. That is kind of the Cowboys way, uh, which is a lot of fun, ultimately. Um, and I mentioned it when I introduced you, you very famously upon your entrance to the NFL wrote down your goals. In fact, you've said it many times that it's only a dream until you write it down. And that's when it becomes a goal. And your three goals, obviously, when you entered the NFL, you wanted to be the NFL's all time leading rusher. Great job. You wanted to be the team MVP and you wanted to go to the Pro Bowl. You did all of those things in spades. Congratulations. Again, the greatest of all time. Um, if you had to write down goals and I, I, I would like three because, you know, that's how you started a Hall of Fame career. Three off season goals for the Cowboys. They can't be dreams. We've got to write them down so they can be goals. Right. What are your offseason goals for the Dallas Cowboys? Make up your mind whether or not you're going to be committed to Dak Prescott or not. Okay. Go out in the draft and pick some players from the interior, offensive line and defensive line to, so we can become better uh, and have some depth offensively as well as some, some depth commitment on the defensive front so we can get pressure on the quarterback because our secondary is not that bad. Mm -hmm. They could be so much better if we were able to get pressure on the quarterback. Um, 
then I would just say I would my goal would be for the everyone to be completely healthy for an entire season, an entire season, and go and play lights out. Put it on, hang it, hang it on the wall for for twenty weeks. That's it, and let's see where this thing ends up at after twenty weeks of football. Yeah, see, I I echo that completely. I would say get somebody that gets pissed off enough to put a hole in the wall. Like that's that's kind of what you were talking about, though, right? Like is your Khalil Max, your Michael Strahan's, like somebody that really kind of cares that much, that has that level of pride. That's what people want to see. My final one for you, Emmett, and we certainly appreciate you taking the time. Um, I'm a big NFL Films fan. I loved your episode of A Football Life. I've spoken to Chris Weaver about the production behind it. He's a great guy, and certainly told all a bunch of fun stories about you guys putting that together. Um, there's a lot of great sound bites in NFL history, right? Matric down the field and things like that. One of the ones that I think gets slept on is after you guys won Super Bowl 28 and you were the MVP of the game, you said two in a row, how sweet it is. And I just feel like, like that doesn't get the attention it deserves. Like, is that your favorite soundbite that's been captured in, in your career? You know, I'm not sure if that's my favorite because I haven't heard all the sound bites. Right. I don't remember all of them, but I do remember saying two in a row, how sweet it is. Um, and it's funny because I won back-to-back state championships in high school. And then I become a professional athlete. We went back-to-back Super Bowls. Uh, and so it, it was uh, – it was it paralleled my high school career at the time. And then we, we didn't win it after my senior year. And then after that, I went on to college. But then we took a break here with the Cowboys. And, and then we went right back, and we won three out of four. So the potential was there. And uh, to realize three, uh, and the, the potential was there to even perhaps even play in four, but uh, two in a row that is pretty sweet. Well, because I mean, it is hard, it's hard to repeat, especially uh, when you know when teams know you so well. I think that that is a challenge the Kansas City Chiefs are certainly facing this week. Uh, we have to make sure, Emmett, that we do this again next year for two in a row to make that very sweet indeed. Uh, just like Eradua Tequila, sweet, savory, perfect in every capacity. Please drink responsibly. Emmett, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Have a great year. Have a great offseason. Enjoy it. Play some golf if you can wrangle up, you know, Jordan and Tiger, President Obama. I think that'd be a lot of fun. But thank you so that'll much, Emmett Smith. Great. That'd be a great force. Matter of fact, we should go to Jordan course and play it at Jordan's course. Palm Grove. All right. I'll meet you there, Emmett. Thanks so much. Have a great rest of the week. Make sure you wear your Jordans. Oh, I will. (laughs)